from the darkest corners of a twisted world comes a family of Nick at Night rebels who won't play the game. You know it, man. Untamed, unwanted, unwashed. Way out, wild ones. TV land renegades on the outskirts of life, doing their own thing and laughing at squares like you and me. Ring-a-ding-ding. Hang with the gang who call themselves the Monsters every night on Nick at Night. I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia, the podcast brought to you by a fresh seasonal harvest of mallow cream pumpkins. When you say mallow cream pumpkin, you just mean the bigger, worse candy corn, right? No, I mean a mallow cream pumpkin. I've never heard that name before. Yeah. And I'm, not, I don't, I'm sure the listeners out there can write in and tell us that that's the real name. Until we've met, I had never, ever heard them called that. I just thought they were called, you know, the pumpkin-shaped Candy corn. I mean, they are a pumpkin-shaped candy corn. But mallow I, cream. So yeah. then, by that definition, is candy corn made out of mallow cream? I don't know. I think that's made out of corn. Honestly, I don't know what candy corn's made out of, and I, I, I don't think I want to know. It's kind of a sausage moment. You don't want to know how the sausage gets made. Kate, have you ever seen... <laughs> Monsters? I think I have seen the Monsters just because I live in America. They are America's first family. They are, but I haven't, I don't think I've done like a Monsters deep dive, nor did I appreciate the Monsters in the same way that I know that you appreciated the Monsters. We're gonna get to my love of the Monsters, Kate, but first let's talk about the history of the Monsters. The 1930s, what comes to mind? Uh, the Great Depression, radios, kids, Looking really grubby. Herbert Hoover. Uh, How about Ed Kate? Gruel. Monster movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Universal Studios, right? They have a run of very successful monster movies. Those other things are true, too. Yeah. So they just kept making more and more of these, right? Okay. They just had hit after hit. Just because the times that we were living in were monstrous. And they <laughs> were like, all right, here's something worse, an actual vampire. And you're like, oh, I guess maybe my gruel isn't so bad. I don't know. So they made a series of these movies that were, uh, you know, they're unconnected originally. Eventually okay. they cross over in little ways. Yeah, it's um, like... Abbott and Costello will meet characters. the mummy. Kind of. So the original movies, though, 1931, Dracula. Uh-huh. Also in 1931, Frankenstein. 1932, The Mummy. 1933, The Invisible Man. 1941, The Wolfman. 1943, Phantom of the Opera. 1954, wow. Creature from the Black Lagoon. All these classic universal monster movies, right? Okay. Very successful. 1938, Kate, The New Yorker had a cartoonist named Charles Adams. And he began drawing one of those classic New Yorker style cartoons, black and white, pencil-y kind of cartoon that became known as the Adams Family, right? Where he's not using the universal monsters, but he's taking the sort of American fervor for monster media and he's creating this sort of macabre family, you know, sort of inspired by the mood of monster movies, but not using the real monsters, right? These cartoons are very popular. He draws them all the way through the 1960s. There's like an animated series that'll eventually come about. So we have all this going on. This is all stewing in the world. Now, as the Adams Family continues to be popular into the 1960s, 
the Universal Monsters see a rise of nostalgic popularity in the late 50s and through the 60s, probably because now we have TV and they're rerunning these movies all the time. Mm -hmm. So the monsters kind of are in vogue in the 30s, go away for a while, come back in the early 60s. Plus the Addams Family cartoon is really popular. So Universal was looking at the Addams Family drawings and was thinking about turning them into a TV show, but then they decided instead, instead of pay to license those characters, they could take the idea of macabre family but fill in the roles with their monsters because they own Frankenstein, Dracula. They own all that that iconic imagery from those movies. Got it. So instead of Adapt the Addams Family, they create their own thing called the Munsters. And it's the same idea as the Addams Family, a weird dynamic for the family that's rejected by polite society. But now they're going to put a Frankenstein, a Dracula, a Bride of Frankenstein, and a Wolfman in as the family members. Now this part is hotly debated in the entertainment world, Kate, but these two shows, so unrelated to Universal doing this, the Addams Family does get adapted into a live action show at the exact same time. Okay. It's one of those instances where the, the same idea strikes in two ways at once. Got it. Do you have another example of this? Um, remember those two Friends with Benefits movies that came out at the oh, same yeah. time a couple years yeah. ago? This happens every once in a while. And here are the premiere dates for these two TV shows. The Addams Family premiered on ABC on September 18th, 1964. Okay. The Munsters premiered on CBS on September 24th, 1964. So they premiered a week apart and wow, ran shoot. simultaneously. So you okay. could choose which Monster Family am I going to watch or will I like both. Where, did, where does your allegiance lie? Me? Yeah. The Munsters. I know. Where does your allegiance lie? I don't really have allegiance. We're not watching The Addams Family this year, maybe next Halloween, but we can then decide. Just because The Munsters is a week later doesn't mean they didn't have the idea first because they like had filmed a couple pilots. You know, it's a little mm -hmm. more complicated than those premiere dates show, but we don't really know who started first. It's lost to history. But either way, we're here today to talk about the Munsters. Here's who you got. You got Fred Gwynn as Herman Munster, the dad of this nuclear family. He's the Frankenstein's monster. You got Yvonne DiCarlo as Lily Munster, his wife. She's the bride of Frankenstein. You got Al Lewis as Grandpa Munster. He's Dracula. Him and um, Fred Gwynn had previously co-starred on another sitcom, Car 54, Where Are You? And they had good chemistry there. That's how they got these roles together. Butch Patrick, the child actor, is Eddie, the wolf boy, of oh, their son. lovable werewolf scoundrel. And then there's Marilyn Munster. You know they have a normal niece. Yeah. You know the whole concept. Yeah. And she was originally played by Beverly Owen in the first 13 episodes and then actress Pat Priest took over for her for the rest of the show. Just Beverly Owen left. I don't know why. Switched her out. This ran on CBS from September 24th, 1964 until May 12th, 1966. There were two seasons, 70 episodes, and then they capped it off with a theatrical movie called Munster Go Home in the uh, summer of 1966, right after the second season ended. It ran on Nick at Night in my world from 1995 to 1997. It came back again in 2000 and 2001, but that was it for Nick at Night. Uh, there have been some made-for-TV movies later. The original cast is not playing the Munsters in any of this later stuff. There was a sequel show called Munsters Today in the 80s. There's a theatrical reboot that just came out, I think, that doesn't look very good. Rob Zombie made it. All sorts of stuff. There's an animated TV movie, all this nonsense. But we're here for the original 70 episodes of the real show, The Munsters. You alluded to this at the beginning, Kate, and I think last week you mentioned it. I adored this show as a kid. I have this vivid memory that I shared. I made the mistake of sharing this memory with you when we were first dating, and you've never forgotten it. That I think it's very illustrative. One summer afternoon, probably in 1995, 1996, or 1997, because that's when the Munsters was on Nick at Night. Sure. I was a little kid, so I would have been four or five or six at uh -huh. this time. I remember getting the little like watercolor paint set that everybody had at some point with those little like egg almost yeah, like shaped oval things. Shaped, you, yes, you pop like the top. Watercolor, yeah. My mom had set me up with this at the kitchen table with, of course, some newspaper underneath so I don't get watercolor on the kitchen table. And I was going to paint on some just regular plain paper, which 
does not hold watercolor correctly, but oh well, it's what we did. She stole it from work from a dot matrix printer. I remember deciding I was going to paint portraits of the entire family, probably not Marilyn because she was normal, mm -hmm. but I was going to paint portraits of Herman, <laughs> Lily, Grandpa, and Eddie Munster. And I remember doing this and basically the, the whole joke of this story, it's not a joke because it's true, but the punchline is they're black and white characters because the show is in black and white. So I only was using like black, gray, and white paper, probably not even white paint, the yeah. paper was white. And so I had this beautiful color set of watercolors and I wanted to paint their faces and for some reason I wanted to get a separate sheet of paper and paint the backs of all of their heads as well, like a portrait but the, the back, back of their, of their head, heads. which is just hair. So I just remember running out of black paint. I don't remember how far I got. I don't think these exist anymore anywhere because they were probably just mushes of black water, you know, like yeah. how could they have lasted? But it's always been kind of a, a funny memory to think that I, for some reason, not only was I obsessed enough with the Munsters as a little kid to want to paint portraits of them all, yeah, but I also... Yeah, I feel like as a child, when you're choosing to paint a portrait, <laughs> like you, you might choose to paint your family, your pet, no, Kate. A grandparent. I chose the monster family of my nighttime TV viewing, The okay. Munsters. Love this show so much. Oh, and I still have a soft spot for it. And I, this is a show that I haven't seen in a while, but I, we all know exactly what it is and it holds up. Sure. Hopefully. I'm going to read you three episode titles, Kate. Okay. I can't decide. I need you to pick between these three. These are the three best episodes, probably. Herman the Rookie, Just Another Pretty Face, or A Visit from Teacher. All right, I'm going to go and take one out, and then you have to pick. Okay, what are you going to so eliminate? So, between just another pretty face and a visit from teacher. Ah, so you're not Herman the Rookie is Herman playing baseball, mm. you know? Uh, okay, we'll eliminate that. Just another pretty face is one where Herman somehow gets transformed into, they take his makeup off, so it's mm. just the actor, and everyone's, you know, the family thinks he's really ugly, oh, okay. but he just looks like Fred Wynn. Uh, let's do a visit from teacher, though. This is the final episode of the series. It's not like yeah. a series finale type episode, but as you might imagine, it's just another excuse for like a, a human, normal human in their lives, Eddie's teacher, mm. to question the macabre and bizarre nature of their family, which is pretty much every joke in every episode. Okay, season two, episode 32, the final episode of The Munsters. But first, Kate, here's a little Nick at Night promo Great. from 1996. Here is a typical scene from an early episode of The Munsters. Herman, are you ready? Yes, it looks like we're in for some well-crafted comedy with one of television's weirdest families. But wait a second. Let's use Nick at Night's classic TV rewind to look at this again. On repeat viewing, you can see someone walking through the set, completely shattering the realism the director was striving to achieve. Classic TV Rewinds, a second look at shows that are always worth a second look on Nick at Night. What a treat. Look, they showed us someone walking through set. All right. I feel like that's something that would have really interested you. Oh, it still does. Eddie has an announcement to make. Oh, wonderful. Um, I'll bet your new set of fangs just came in. <laughs> it's even neater than that. I finished my school composition. Whoa! Good. Oh, and he's so proud of it. He wants to read it to us. Hey, good. Eddie, uh, uh, read the uh, part about the first, because that's the best. No, Eddie. Uh, read the part I helped you with. Did that wait, wait. Uh, tut, 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 family. Let's have none of these petty jealousies. Eddie, we'll start with the beginning, which just so happens to be all about his wonderful father. <laughs> My Parents, an Average American Family by Edward Wolfgang Munster. I have the most wonderful family in the whole world, and we all live in a mansion on Mockingbird Lane. 
It is a neat place. All the grass is weeds and the trees is dead. Well, he does have a flair for the language. <laughs> and, and don't forget to uh, copy it off later in blood. Remember, neatness counts. The special effects in this are like a little scary, right? <laughs> it's like some sparklers exploding in Grandpa's lab. Why does Eddie Munster look like you? <laughs> He's got the best widow's peak on earth. Yeah, he looks a lot like you as a child. I'm jealous of his hair. Someone should just put the brakes on Grandpa Munster. Like, he's getting a little wild. I love that he's in his lab with... He says Marilyn, like, helping him throw switches and stuff. I just like how big Herman Munster is. Wow, look at those huge platform shoes that Fred Gwynn has yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, the song is a bop. Can you see how, as a kid, this would be the most intriguing thing on Nick at Night? Sure, sure. You know, it's like Bob Newhart, which I also liked. Very boring-ish, normal thing. And then this comes on, and you're like, whoa. It's nice because Herman is, like, very hapless. Mm-hmm. In the way that Frankenstein's monster is supposed to be portrayed, but, like, it, everyone sees him as a monster. Like, he just, like, crashes through the door and is like, whoopsie. <laughs> that theme song rules. Who is Grandpa's child? Is it Lily or is it Herman? It's Lily. This is an extremely supportive family also, right? Like They're all gathered around congratulating Eddie for finishing writing his composition for school. What a supportive family. The teacher's coming to visit and Herman's like, oh, let me leave work early. The cousin Marilyn's like, I'll be there too. I worry that this prop that shoots oh, yeah. dust everywhere, it's like the reverse vacuum so they can make the house dustier. It's like giving them all cancer. In oh their yeah, life. 100%. It's just shooting asbestos. <laughs> They're like, the asbestos really gives a nice uh, sheen picked up by the camera you know how did a frankenstein and a dracula bride of frankenstein make a wolfman you know kate you're one of the millions who've asked this since the 60s so it was just this for like 70 episodes yes okay these pyrotechnics again i'm a little concerned they're throwing a lot of sparks I kind of like that Herman Munster just kind of like flails his hands and stuff. <laughs> I can't tell if it's a function of like his massive padding and coat that like this is the amount of acting that he can do physically. You know what I mean? No, I think it's a choice. Fred Wynn's working hard here to, to create a character. All right, Kate. So a lot of special effects makeup, I feel like. Yes. For the 60s, and I feel like it may have been made of asbestos. <laughs> it couldn't have been great getting ready for oh, this yeah. show. I do kind of like how uh, excited Herman is about things. He just kind of makes this face that's like, whoa! Yeah, he's, he's the most intriguing character yeah. in this show. Yeah, he's the star. Uh, so what'd you really think? Um, It was kind of fun. I feel like it was mostly just that trope of like, these monster people, they just do everything backwards. Yes, it's exactly the same. And then imagine there's 70 episodes of that plus a whole run of the Addams Family. It's a lot. And it's the same exact joke over and over again. But maybe I just liked looking at their makeup, liked their weird house. I think as a kid, that kind of trope is very funny. Because yeah. you're like yeah. just learning all the societal What's norms. Normal, yeah. So it's hilarious to you when they're reversed and people are running screaming, you know. This is like baby's first macabre thing where, you know, you can look at a coffin and be like, haha, they have a coffin in their house. Wow, how dark. But it's not like actually very scary very to think scary, about, you know. Yeah. Would you ever watch that again? You basically no, have no. seen all 70 episodes now from seeing that it. one. I would. Ooh, that was fun. That's a comfort show for me. I'm in a great mood now. All right, Kate. You had enough? Yeah, I have. Had enough fun, October? But... 
Uh, yeah, I think ready I'm ready it? to go back to our regularly scheduled programming. Well, it's about to be November, so uh, tune in next week, everybody. And you can leave us uh, ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a message, a voice message through the Anchor app or anchor.fm online. You can email us, nostalgiaawall.com. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Instagram. Find us anywhere. Let us know what we should watch. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know your thoughts on these shows. See you next week. I love classics, so does she. We're both crazy about good TV. We have so, so much, much in common. common. We're, We're crazy, crazy about Mick at night. night.